Who are these people? I'm Peter Garachi. I'm Alex Pachera. They started a podcast. Why don't you call it Kill You Last? Yeah. To honor 80s action movies. He just put on brand new army pants in the heat. There will be action. He is in the middle of a field, surrounded. More action. Totally exposed, and he doesn't get hit once. Tension. You had, like, Peter, I gotta, ask, I gotta ask if you stop hitting the table. This is the movie that really is the template for the 80s action movie. Peter Garachi, Alex Pichera. They will kill you last. Podcast. All right, this is Kill You Last, last episode of 2020. Yes. In the books. We will get this out before New Year's, will we? Yes. Yes, All right, good. So will. this is the last episode, episode 92. Is that is it 92? I thought the last, okay, wow. Yeah, last one was 91. 92. Crazy. The year 92. I was born. 1992? 1992, the 19. 19- I, I was watching R-rated movies in the theater. Ooh, what a, what a bad boy. Illegally, but, you know. Yeah, against against the recommended uh, suggestions, but what are you gonna do? What are you uh, gonna do? Good to be back, man. It's been a while. We we've kind of every time uh, every time I, I'm out, they pull me back in. We Who's keep the, getting who are we talking uh, about? Random fans from England. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna do this again. Uh, we're gonna do another audience suggested uh, episode. Um, well, I just want to make sure I got the name right. Uh, Instagram seems to, we seem to get like private messages on Instagram. It seems to be the way that. Uh, well, that is our only podcast social media handle. Well, I'm saying like rather than happens. leaving like a comment on on iTunes or YouTube. Or I something. know, but you know, it makes sense to me because most people don't really use those things as comment tools. People don't yeah. go to iTunes to interact with people. You know. So, yeah, a guy named Michael Nicholas. He's from Milton Keynes, England, which I've never heard of. Sounds like a small Sounds town. like uh, very like proper Milton yeah. Keynes, England. He, no. rec- he, uh, he reached out, fan of the podcast. They recommended we do the movie Highlander. Yeah. Uh, which I had actually never seen either, but I feel like – did you know this movie at all? I've heard the uh, There Can Only Be One. That's yeah, about that, that's, as much as I knew. That's really what became famous from this movie. But they also did yeah. a TV show for a while, which was on like Channel yes. 11 or Channel I didn't watch something. that, though. I've never. I didn't watch it either, but the show was like ubiquitous. It was like you couldn't escape the commercials for the show. So I feel like I knew everything about this movie not having seen the movie. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, so this was my first experience actually seeing it. And. Um, I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot. Okay. Of feelings. <laughs> Do you feel yeah, I mean, feelings? <laughs> wow. Uh, it is. In, it's. It's a lot. Yeah, they threw uh, a lot in this. This a thing. A lot. Uh, I found myself asking, "What? Wait, what is happening?" A yeah. lot in this movie, uh, especially the beginning. I found it the most confusing way to start this movie is by putting the protagonist in a WWE wrestling match audience and like not like i was just confused because it just quickly goes to like 16th century england yeah and and then quickly goes back to you know the garage of mass square garden i was getting very confused because to be honest i didn't read anything about this before i went into it so i just was like let me this was one of the ones where i was just like let me just watch this movie i'm not gonna like 
So I, I felt myself like in the beginning, I was like, what is happening? And then eventually the story unfolds itself. It becomes apparent. And it, and I guess that's intentional. But I will say, I mean, like, God, if if you didn't have if you didn't know anything going into this movie, you you're confused by the end of Act One. I feel like I I had seen just the beginning. So the movie starts with yeah, you're you're at like a wrestling match in Madison Square Garden, and then it yep. pans up to the audience. Then you start following a guy that was in the audience into a garage, and then it turns on a full on sword fight. Yeah, yeah, like and, a broad sword fight. Yeah, a guy one guy gets decapitated, which causes some kind of like rupture. Right in the space-time continuum, there's like some, light. There's light flickering. <laughs> there's digital effects. For some reason, that's only the only part I'd ever seen in this movie. And I don't know if it was like in a. I feel like I saw like in a class or something. It was like played for me. Like this, should, that part. this movie should never. I, I actually like that as as an opening scene, but um, mm. it, it it's true. There is a lot going on, and there's not a lot of explanation. Um, yeah. it just it's it's at once like very complicated and also like extremely simple. The story is they're immortal, right? And so the, the guy's been around forever. So that's that's why he's around at these different time periods. But like the way that it's structured is, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool, but it's I, also. I will say, I, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know if I made this. I, I, I don't. I didn't not enjoy myself watching this movie. I, I definitely was enjoying myself throughout this movie i mean they made a ton of wacky decisions in this movie i mean there's literally a transition where it like just like kind of explodes into itself did you did you see that part it's very subtle yeah but like well it's not it's not subtle sorry it's the opposite of subtle but literally the scene transition is like this like after effects like like just like bomb like you just wouldn't do it in today's like film editing you just wouldn't yeah it's just so shocking the way that they i don't know a lot of this was um it was it was like a lot of fun. It was like I feel like this movie is almost like junk food. Yeah, it's I I know exactly the kind of guy that I went to high school with that loves this movie. Do okay. you know what I mean? It's like sort of like a, it's sort of like a tangential to like Star Trek and Star Wars. I feel like this movie definitely has like I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, they do. It's a cult. It's one of those cult classics. And they did. I sure. think they did a bunch of sequels, and they did a TV show. It's got Sean Connery, and I've been on a real Sean Connery kick. By the way, like he, every time he's in a scene, it's just like Sean Connery's in the yeah. scene. Sean Connery's in the scene. He's, like it was just I, like you know what I mean. He's wearing like a fucking lavish king's robe, like or like something else. Like there's sexual tension between him and the the other guy. It's yeah, weird. it's very. It's very I, I love Sean Connery, and I feel like I love old Sean Connery better than I love young Sean Connery. And this is like peak old guy. Yes, Sean Connery. He's just having he's having a ball. Yeah, and this this like goes into one of my problems with the movie. So the movie the main character is called the Highlander. Because he was a Scottish. He's from the Highlands. Yeah. yeah. But the actor is Christopher Lambert, who's French. Right. Oh, my God. This this happens all across the board. And then Sean Connery's in the movie, and you're like, oh, he must be the Scottish nope. like, mentor. No, he's like a Spanish nobleman Spanish. for some reason. Right. R- what is he? Ramirez or something? Yeah. They didn't, like, I don't know that they had to make the And then the character. bad guy is supposed to be Russian, but he's like an American. He's American. Yeah. It's just like, okay. So and Christopher Lambert, like who's the main character, like I I, I have history with him, and then I, I feel like I've seen him in a bunch of movies, and every time he's got the wrong accent. 
What is that? Like, That's a big a, problem in this movie. Is what he has he's a French. Dude, he has like a Tommy Wiseau from the room accent. Yeah, that's what it is. That is like, what it is. He sounds exact. He's like, uh, the way at the place. Like, it's bad. It's <laughs> yeah. like a weird, it's, it's like an intentionally bad accent. I don't understand it. He was in a, a, a movie called The Sicilian, which should be like right in my wheelhouse. He's playing, uh, it was a real life, like famous uh, a Sicilian bandit called Salvatore Giuliano. It's based on a Mario Puzo, uh, I think book wrote the screenplay and it's directed yeah. by Michael Cimino who did like the deer hunter and a bunch of other amazing movies. It should be like exactly my movie. And they got a fucking guy with a French accent who can just not shed his French accent. I don't even know if it's a French accent. He's doing some weird like medieval, I think kind of, but it, it doesn't play like that. It plays like Tommy Wiseau from the room. Yeah. It's it. And, and is, he has like weird, like his facial and expressions. He go, and he goes in and out of that, by the way, throughout the entire movie, because like there's some scenes in like modern day New York where he's like talking with a, a girl and he doesn't have the accent for a couple scenes. And then, and then, you know, you jump back to the middle of the movie or whatever, and he's full on Tommy Wiseau. So I, I don't know. It wasn't that. I don't think his performance was that great, honestly. But I like the story of this movie as like a fantasy lore. Like I just like the idea of. I don't know. I like. It was. It was a creative story. I'll give it that. Like, like that's what yeah. I enjoyed about it. I think, and I like it's partially like New York in the '80s, which I love. The like you always like that. Yeah, that that time period and like showing New York. And then it's the, I like the like Highland stuff too. It's just yeah, no, it's beautiful. I wanted more Highland, especially There's, if you're gonna call it the Highlander. Yeah, I, there man. was a good amount of it. They kept basically the film is jumping back uh, between 1980s New York and like medieval. Uh, where are they in the Highlands? Where where is that? Scottish Highlands Scot in the Scottish Highlands, like in the 15th or 16th century. Something Most like that, of yeah. the film takes place in those two locations: 80s New York, yeah, Scotland. Uh, and then in between, there's a few. Uh, uh, they show a scene from World War II where he's in Europe in World War II because this guy's obviously he's living for five centuries. He's immortal, so or four set whatever four and a half centuries. So so he's in a few. They, they you know they show that he lives in those scenarios, but really the film takes place in 80s New York and then the Scottish Highlands, which I agree. I think they could have shown more of the Highlands, but in the beginning of the film, it, it's a lot of the Highlands. Yeah, there's. I mean, so there's a mystery. Like, so his like his like modern alter ego is like an antiquities dealer in New York, and they're trying to figure out. So basically, they find a headless body in the parking lot of MSG, mm -hmm. and I, I think it's funny how they like, you know, they stop to question him, and like thirty five cops, yeah, like like this like it was like. This guy's like leaving the parking garage. And there's 45 cop cars. It's You're supposed to believe that in 80s New York City, the cops are like, "Oh my God, there's a headless body. We have to, we have to stop everything." Like the cops give two shits about this in actual 80s New York. They're like, "Oh, one dead body." Like the fact that, like, like it's like you know what? We're pulling out all the stops to get the governor on the phone. We have one dead body in yeah, New York it's City. Pretty weird, yeah. And. um it, but yeah, it, it seems to be like a major like like plot element is like the cops trying to figure out who killed this one guy. It's right. Like, who, who, who gives a shit? They would have gave up in forty eight hours, like the first forty eight. They would have. I feel like it, it. It's like New York cops with a dead body in the eighties is like in the Big Lebowski when he when he asked the cop about his car getting stolen. He's yeah, like, do you have exactly. any leads? He's like, yeah. We we got cops working in shifts trying to find your fucking your rug. <laughs>
No, that's it, man. No, you're right. Uh, that that is something that t- kind of takes you out of it. I didn't really think about that because I'm just like kind of sucked into the movie. But yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the New York City cops were like, I don't know, it was such a stereotype. I feel like too. Well, like, the one guy were, was the one guy is John Polito. Who uh, if you ever seen like Miller's Crossing, like he went on to become like a like a character actor that uh, that the uh, that the Coen Brothers used a lot, and he's great in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. But um, it's funny because he he died recently, John Polito, and it like he was gay and he was not he was not open, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like he, he was not never, open. He he never. It... I, I guess it wasn't really public that he was gay until after he died, and like like if you go back and watch like some of these like Coen Brothers movies, you wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, I wonder if that guy's gay. In this movie, though, he is flaming, and it's like it's so weird to see like a guy who's like perso- like acting persona changes the cop. Is gay? Yeah, like which guy? He's not gay in the movie. He's um, you'd have to look up who he is. He's like one of the main officers who's like investigating. Oh, he's just like very like the most flaming guy in this movie by far is Sean Connery. Yeah, who like the gayest guy? He can't stand up. So gay. And, and and they basically have a love scene in the like not nah, but like that training montage is like they're gonna have sex at the end. Yeah, this like, mo- like should we spoil it? Yeah, the, I mean there can be only one. So clearly, yes. if yes. Sean Connery yes. and Christopher Lambert are both immortal, one of them is not gonna make it. And this oh, movie, that's not a spoiler. Sean Connery dies. This he movie dies really movie. it loses me when we lose Sean Connery because like Sean Connery is so entertaining in this movie. That like a lot of the fun enjoying this movie, like it has to happen, like you know it has to happen, but um, that to me that was a hard moment. So I think his name is Clancy Brown is the is the bad guy. So that he's guy basically is, chasing. I mean, some of the most wild scenes I've ever seen in a movie they let happen in this movie with that guy. Yeah, uh, the scene in the church, which is just insane. Where he's basically like scaring everyone in the church by just being oh, like, oh, he's yelling at the nuns, yelling at the nuns. He's like fucking, let me eat your pussy. Like he's like fucking so vulgar, like overtly like uh like demonic, basically in the in the. It's like uncomfortable to watch. Um, and then the, the other scene that goes on far too long, where he kidnaps the girl and takes her on a ride and basically plays chicken with her in the car. Um. Do you remember that scene? Right now, I'm like blanking on that. Oh, like the the forensic girl. The, yeah, the one who's like also investigating. Yeah, trying to yeah. Figure out. He he takes her and kidnaps her, and when he does that, to I guess try to lure you know the Highlander to come after him, um, he like there's a scene that goes on for like three minutes. It's like three straight minutes of him driving through New York City. And he's like, "You ever play chicken?" And then oh, she's yeah, scared yeah. as shit, screaming. And it's like a full-on three minutes of him driving through the city, like like almost crashing into cars and scaring the shit out of her. But he's like insane. Like his facial expressions and everything he's doing is just like it's just a weird. Um, I I enjoyed it, but I also was like, am I watching like a, like an acid trip? Like it, it it was kind of like he was insane. definitely told to like ham it up. Like yeah, no, because he's, he's a really good actor. I was gonna he, say I think he did a great job of being this insane evil like bad guy but I, I was just surprised that like the director let him go on that long in that scene i don't know 
Yeah, that also like sneaky, like out of nowhere sex scene in this movie. That out was, of nowhere, like, yeah, and hot, like like oh, yeah. silhouettes of like licking bodies. It's say just, you like, get silhouette tit in the yeah, moonlight. Best, not enough of that anymore in the movies. I would say like, it's never. not the best, but it you know you know for like just a, for a fun time. We were just haven't watched a movie. This movie we should say like 1986. I'm surprised. Yeah, it feels like that's early 86. I felt like a later. But uh, maybe the TV show came out later. I think I feel like I saw the, the TV show like in like '92. Okay. Um, not a hit movie, but like became like a cult movie. Uh, was the t- and the TV show was a hit? No, it was it was one of those. TV was different then. Like there were shows that were just like on. Well, that's whether anybody watched them or not. It's just weird to me that this got made into a TV show if the movie wasn't a hit. I mean, I guess it's like an idea that you could. It's like you could get into a different adventure every week. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's why. Like, I, I, there was like a time period where like they had shows like that where it was just like some guy getting into adventures, that's no matter what it was. Like, there was a show. I like. I have a vague memory of a show where like a guy's like driving a Winnebago around, and like every week he like parks the. Winnebago. I swear this is a show, and every week he parked the Winnebago. It just like got to do it. It didn't. La- it didn't last long. But like, I feel like there was constant like shows like that. Yeah, that were just like we've moved away from that in TV. Like where it's like we're gonna make the show. The whole the first thing we have to do is come up with a premise where we can make it episodic. And like, yeah. that's not really. And even of- like, if you go back and watch like the '70s Incredible Hulk, that's basically what that that whole show was. I've never he showed that. up. If you oh, if you've never seen it, it's amazing. So it's so like cheesy, but like incredible. Mm-hmm. Like every week. Like the the Incredible Hulk like breaks some shit, so mm. Bruce Banner has to leave, and then he just like goes to another town, and then he's just he's like he's like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick fruit, I'm yeah. gonna live on this farm and I'm gonna pick fruit and everything's gonna be fine and I'm not gonna do anything bad anymore, and then somebody pisses him off and then he fucking kills and breaks everything as the Incredible Hulk and he's like all right now I have to go somewhere else like that, that was literally the whole show. It's funny because I guess now with all these like superheroes, like when you turn a superhero show into a, well, they don't do a, the shows anymore. The movies, yeah, like that's yeah. like that's literally the show was about like a hobo who every once in a while, yeah, in a fit of rage destroyed everything around him. Yeah, but that's like there was so many shows like that where it was just like it, whether they were like the A team where it was like all right, we'll we'll help like find your kidnapped daughter or whatever it was. It was always like, that was how episodic TV worked. And so this was like, you could see something where it's like, all right, well this week he's going to rescue some other chick. Yeah. Um, I think um, I want to touch on a few things that are just like more confusing about this film. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of my mental notes while watching this is, this is, this is just a confusing film. The, the quickening, they keep bringing up this quickening. They never fully explain it. Is that um, where you get like the soul of the person you just yeah, killed? Yeah, yeah. Basic. That's what it ends up being, I, or I think. But in the in the training montage where Sean Connery's like walking him, uh, what's the guy's name again? Um, oh, uh, Connor McLeod. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. McLeod. Uh, uh, through the through the like. Because he's Connor McLeod's basically learning that he's immortal. He doesn't. He didn't really know that yet. Yeah. Um. And so Connery's like basically teaching him like this is the quickening. And he's basically saying like he's like 
think of a stag and think of a stag heart and and, and i don't like a deer and then he just starts running and they're like this is it this is the quickening but like it's not it's not the quickening yeah. the quickening ends up being uh you're absorbing all the emotions of the of the person the immortal person that that you killed uh and and all the souls that he had killed so that's why it's so overwhelming and that's why there can only be one I, I I I guess I'm a little. Here's a, que here's a question that the Excuse movie doesn't. Me. Hopefully, this guy who's a big fan, maybe he can write in and correct yeah. us. Here's a question the movie doesn't answer: Why can there be only one? Like, why can't these guys just leave each other alone? Well, yeah, and so go about their business. I think the bad guy wants the the what is it called? The prize they keep calling it. Which oh yeah, the yeah. prize at the end is the quickening. That's why I'm bringing this up because this is confusing. Oh, yeah. They don't explain it fully, which I'm okay with. I don't love spoon feeding. I don't want to be spoon fed, but I do think it's a little bit unexplained, like for such a core element of this movie that they just leave it very up in the air and up up for interpretation. I think ultimately the the quickening is power. And the bad guys, like the what do you think, the Russians, basically, they want it. They want it so that they could like control the world because basically they could like tap into all the feelings and all the emotions of every uh, living thing on the planet. Basically, it's like this like all seeing, all knowing. It's basically like being a god. Is like if you're the last one left, that's the prize. Is like being like a god. But if one of the good guys gets it. He just wants to keep the status quo, keep the world going. Like that's like he has no interest in. He 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 ends it by saying, "I'm I'm like everyone else. I could have kids. Like I can grow old and I could die." Um, so I think that basically they're the good guys because they're just trying to prevent the bad guys from being all powerful and like ruining the world, basically. Which is like I it's all right. So why didn't they just say that? You know, like why did I have to like look at five youtube comments that were voted to the top of the you know the 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 because this film's on youtube by the way so if you look on youtube you could look at the top comments, the comments and, yeah, yeah. and some people are explaining the film for and a lot of people are like i, I don't understand this so yeah. it's just like it was I, yeah. I should say it was written by a guy named gregory wyden who it, this was his ucla like film like he was like his a, college a student film. yeah what the script he wrote the script while he was at ucla so he, he has like a like his baby. Yeah, he's had like a nugget of a good idea. He went on to write uh, uh, Backdraft, which is a really good movie that I really like. It is a good idea. I definitely like yeah. understand why you write this script. I just I think there was a few things that were just like convoluted and yeah. confusing. But again, like I think you start with like a rip. Like I I really like the opening, and I it's funny because I I'm a sucker for a guy with a trench coat that's hiding a weapon. And cool sneakers. Like, there's like this reminded me. Like, he in the beginning of the movie, he, he actually reminded me. It reminded me a little bit of the opening of Terminator. Okay. And Kyle Reese. Yeah. And a bit. I would have liked Michael Bean who plays Kyle Reese. I, if Michael Bean plays this character, I think you have. Like, you needed a more charismatic. I all the actors could have been better in this. Except, I guess except, except Sean. Sean Connery. Yeah. But but all the actors, it, it would have been a more enjoyable film. Yeah. The, the woman was like Roxanne. Hart, it was like meh. Uh, and he, the main guy, is very meh. They're not. He, I, I saw something where he he got cast in a role because he's farsighted if he doesn't wear his glasses, and so it makes him look like he's like contemplating shit. He always like if you look at him in the movie, he's always like he's got looks a like he can't giant see. Brow, like his head is protruding. 
Yeah, he's what is a little called? mongoloid like, about him. He's got like a giant forehead. It goes like he's got like a five head, as the as the as the urban youth say. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see a more charismatic actor in the role. Yeah, and then I and then you to know lead this movie, you really need someone you want to like like love and pay attention to. You know, where I didn't really like love this dude. I don't know. Yeah, he was I, I, weird. I, he felt autistic the whole movie. <laughs> Did he not? Like, out, it's just, it's he felt like language. he was solving a puzzle in the background. Like, well, during, the like, language, turns out it's just a language barrier. He was constantly trying to figure out what people were saying in English. Yeah, he's wait, a dumb. He was, wait, you're, so you're telling me that I'm immortal? Uh, oh. I, I got to cut <laughs> a guy's head off? Oh. Yeah. Sean Connery is like fucking. It's like, a quickening. It's <laughs> such a weird movie, man. He's like, what? He's, dude, he's thinking about it from like five scenes ago. He's oh, right. he's got yeah, he's got like um, he's got like Keanu Reeves dumb guy, like early Keanu Reeves dumb guy aloofness, but but not the likability of Keanu Reeves. So just like yeah, a dumb, yeah. boring. It guy. does the, the movie does build to like the you you know it's coming. It's got to be a fight between yeah. oh, yeah. the two guys, and that yeah. is that like a was that a train station like. No, it's, it's all- that famous sign, like. Uh, in- oh, they, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they did it on top of a Silver Cup Studio. Yeah, Astoria. Silver Cup Studio. That's so the fight starts yeah. up on, literally on the sign, yeah. which you and can then see they're in over the Queensboro Bridge. So, but then they're in a warehouse, and like the back of the warehouse is all glass. Yeah, and that's really fucking. That's cool a cool about. shot. That scene is really cool. The the ending scene, like the way it looks, and also the digital effects for the time. Look, I mean, obviously they're dated now. But even like the digital effects for 1986, I mean, they kind of hold up. They were they were kind of uh, impressive for the time. I've yeah. seen way shittier mid 1980s digital effects. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, way that's why I, I wouldn't even think it was 86 because 86 right. seems kind of early for this kind of stuff. No, but they they kind of did it. Yeah, but um, that would have yeah. been impressive back then if it was like the first time you were seeing it. Yeah, all in all, you know, I mean, I'm like, it was one of those movies that eventually I had to see. So I enjoyed but, it. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad I watched it. I just, I just wish there was a more charismatic actor, uh, like a more like rootable, winnable, like a yeah, guy you want to win um, uh, as the lead. That would have done it for me and made this like a, I love this movie kind of thing. But yeah. this guy just like, he was so, I like the story way more than I liked him. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. It's the same thing. It's like he he annoys me to the point where it takes me out of yeah. the movie. Like if yeah. I'm going to stay with this guy, like I, it's got to be a guy that I want to hang out with. Right, exactly. You know? But like, yeah, thank totally. you to Michael Nicholas for uh, for recommending thank it. Thank you, Mike. And uh, definitely other fans, if you want to write in and, and make requests uh, for us to do it. There's so many movies that we haven't gotten to yet. But um, yeah. what else is going on? If this is going to be – this is it. 2020 is ending. Yeah, we haven't seen each other since March in person. I know, man. It's crazy. It's very sad. Um, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I could definitely come see you, bud. Um, I've seen a few people over this whole thing, but it's just, it feels useless to even make plans. You know, like what are you, what are you doing for New Year's? Like everyone's like nothing, or like me, seeing one or two people. You know, yeah. Like, like I don't know. We got a vaccine on the way, so maybe, like, I don't know, maybe things will start to function again. I, I don't know, man. I started this new job, and and um, they're they're saying no 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 one's returning to the office at a minimum until May. So and that's and that wow. could get pushed and that could get pushed back. 
So, where is the actual office? It's right at, right by Penn Station, right oh, by okay. like, uh, Empire Staple. So if you had to, it wouldn't be too bad. I would take the path from Jersey. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm not looking forward. I hope we work from home forever. I want to. <laughs> I I love working from home, especially like as I'm learning the new job. Like I'm I just it's way more time to 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 figure shit out and not having to use two hours of my day more three hours. You know, if I can't going in and coming out uh, on a commute. Yeah. You know. I mean, I've been I've been holed up at the shore. I'm still down the shore, but I I mean, I'm holding up hope for New York City that I'll be back there soon. Yeah, and and have a reason to be there soon. I don't know, man, because the the live venues and the live like comedy stuff that's going to be again. I know everyone's been saying it, but it's like the last thing to come back, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm trying to figure out other other stuff, whether it's YouTube videos or yeah, what like maybe like doing story, like telling stories and yeah. putting out on YouTube and you could do that. Um, Start a TikTok. Eh, I don't. know. No, I don't even have one. That's that. I, I finally they got when we got to TikTok. It was the first social media that I didn't like immediately create an account for. Oh really? Yeah. I, get, I just I don't get, have one. I get sent TikToks. Me too. But Me then too. I don't. I can't do I, anything with it. We could. You could view them. Well, I'm saying like, I can't. Like after after that, I can't I'm like, like it. Right. Yeah. No. You need an account. Yeah, but some of them are. You know, people are being. Oh very yeah. Funny no, people creative. are cool. Yeah. Of course. Of course. People always. That's the thing. You got billions of people on this platform. There's going to be some stuff that rises to the top. Of course, there'll be some bullshit too. Yeah, but no, I mean it's. Yeah. I, and I wasn't like I'm, I was half kidding. I'm not not really kidding when I say like, like something like this this podcast. Like when you get messages from people like in England, which it always yeah. it's always England by the way <laughs> for some reason. The only messages we've gotten are, are no, that's not true. We've gotten that's a couple from other places, but, but it's it also other be, places. It's not New York, New Jersey, like yeah, which is like most of our viewership is New York and New Jersey, but we never hear anything from anybody from those places. Oh. And I also have I should shout out my friend Paul Noble, who's like been a fan since day one. Like he sends me occasional messages about yeah. stuff that he likes on episodes. Yeah, I, every um, now and then I get you know old college friends or old old buddies that be like, oh, I actually listen to this episode. I like this one. They'll they'll pick and choose though usually about like which movie. You know, so yeah, 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 a lot of them will watch the Goonies one because they they've they've all seen the Goonies. That's still our number one downloaded episode. Yeah, yeah, people like that one because that's it's a good. Uh, most people my age, at least, love the Goonies. Yeah, I, I no, know. I mean it's, it's such a good movie and it's a great episode yeah. too. Like that's a perfect. It, it's also a really good episode. Yeah, a perfect like taste of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't want to cut things short, but I gotta I gotta crash. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fine. We'll have, a, been, we'll have a quick one. That's okay. I haven't stopped since 8 o'clock this morning. Are you, are you tired? You all tuckered out? What have you been doing all day? I've been working, doing manual labor. In the You're doing manual labor. Just quickly, let, let's update paint, the audience. Painting. You're painting. Your yes. own place or other people? No, 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 like working with another guy just like to make a couple bucks. Good. So right you're making now. some money. A little. Not as much as it seems like it's more headache and work than money, but whatever. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, All right, and and then trying to get you know things ready for the new year. Well, what do you got? What are you doing for? What do you got to get? Uh, I got my real estate license. So oh, okay. Do that we're doing the Airbnb again once the you know once the spring and summer come. Nice. Um, nice. And then hopefully you know, I I believe that we will be performing live stand up comedy again in the next couple of months. Next couple months, yeah. I hope so. I, I really hope so hope too. So. I hope so. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. 
I don't know. I've done. I mean, I've done it a few times. And I think been, when the season changes, I think when it gets warmer, that's really when you it's should go happen. to the show. There's a place in Hackensack that there's a strip club. The strip club. Flam- I've heard flamingos. about this place. Dude, I've I've gone twice. Have I talked about it on here at all? I think I think maybe once, but the, it's yeah, probably... the first time I went, there was a fire alarm. Yeah, you saw it. Was yeah, yeah, amazing. And then I went back like two weeks ago, and um, two comics got into a, a fight. <laughs> What? Like they, they use or? they use their I I don't know either guy but like they use their stage time to like shit talk each other and then they were yelling back and forth and from what I could gather uh, like the one guy had an open mic and he was mad because then another open mic started and so people who oh went to his open God. mic stopped and and I'm just like you dude, fucking talk about losers. the loser Olympics, dude. The loser fucking battleground. He's like, I gave you God. stage time. And somebody yells out, he goes, you mean people signed their name on the list? Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. You but go- I I love shit like No, that. I would like to be a fly on a wall there and just, like, watch it. Yeah. Oh, I was, egging, I was egging it on. I was. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine, too, yeah. I I think actual like MMA style fighting amongst comedians is the next level of comedy. Yeah. There's really, it's the only thing left to do. I'd love to see just two scrawny white comedians like fight, like just beat the shit out of each other. Just get into like, yeah, just train um, up. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's stuff like that that gives me hope. If we can do that it gives a, you hope. If we can do, I don't see how that gives you hope. If we can but. do it in a tent in the back of a strip club, then there's got to be something out there. So, dude, some guys are doing like what? No matter what level, like Jared Waters, a good friend of mine, like that dude yeah. is like doing eight spots a week. What? Where? Yeah, he's always like he's always just like got. I don't know how. I mean, he's a he's a real hustler. Like he's he, he's yeah. like, he goes. I didn't move to New York City for nothing. And he's just like running around doing every like outdoor, every whatever show there is. I mean, more power to those those comics. They're they're the they're the real ones, I guess. Yeah, I, no, some guys are. And you know, I know that like a lot of guys really like Zoom a lot. The Zoom shows, yeah, I know, I know a few people that love doing them. I don't like Zoom stand up, but no. I love you know Zoom podcast, Zoom show, sure. Yeah, yeah, Zoom again. Zoom for conversation is fantastic. Of course. Zoom for waiting for the the laugh is Dude, weird. It's just weird for everyone involved. Obviously, I just feel like the audience can't be having a good time. It's just not. It's uh, uh, it's just not. I don't good. know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe maybe they are. Maybe there's some people. But anyway, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you're tired. Um, we'll uh, we'll be back sooner rather than later. I mean, my birthday's coming up first, like first few days in January. But I mean. We could do an episode, you know, beginning of January. When's your actual birthday? January 9th. Jan- what? How old are you going to be? 29. Son of a bitch. Youth is almost over. Approaching 30. Yeah, no, it's, it's bad. It's Approaching bad. I don't 30. like it. Yeah. I know a lot of know a lot of January burbies. It's a good time to be born. Yeah, man. Capricorn, you know, all that. I don't know. I don't know. They say, we're, they say we're like cunty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't they no say com- that? No comment. What do you, I'm, I'm not a cunt, am I? No, I don't think nope. so. I, I guess I am. I don't know. No, I guess that's what you're saying. I, don't, I think funny. I'm a lovely person. Yeah, I, I was going to say some of my favorite people are January babies, but when you said that they're cunty, I'm like, all right, no comment. That's what I, Dave always told me. Like, like it's not cunty. Like, the short of it is like, oh, you're 
really good at being or the strengths are like you're organized and like go-getters but then like the weaknesses are like you're not personable you don't want to it's just oh so you're an asshole basically yeah yeah so i don't know yeah i don't know if any of that that stuff is not real obviously but i'm just saying um i don't know i i like being born in the winter i think it builds character all my birthdays yeah. like have sucked weather wise. Like there's you're not having any barbecues for your birthday. Also, like you're not a me 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 person if your birthday's right by the holidays. Like I feel like that also makes you more selfless as opposed to someone who's got a birthday in the middle of February or something, or like I don't know, just a random part of the year. It's like oh, this day's about me, you know, especially like, when you're a kid. What about when you have a planned barbecues in May and then the governor takes that away? You from make you? that about you're you're a guy that see you you have like a summer birthday and it's like all about you that day. That whole weekend is about you know, it's a palooza. It's Peter Palooza. Which is honestly you do it in such a nice way and you're not like a me, me, me. Like you spread the wealth and you have a great, you know, we have a great time. But there's you know, I, I just think of some ex girlfriends and some people that are just they're just a little they're a little selfish on their birthdays and stuff. I don't know. That's the yeah. only that's the only thing I will give uh, the astrology thing is like I don't think it has anything to do about planets and moons and stuff. But I do think if you you know if your birthday is during a time like around New Year's Christmas like mine is, you just know that your birthday's not that big a deal because there's way bigger shit going on. And yeah. That, that 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 creates a certain type of personality, which I like. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. It's a lot to add, to throw in at the end there. No, know. but we'll, my I'll, thoughts I'll, on paganism. I'm putting your birthday in my calendar right now, so I don't. Oh, thank you, buddy. You know, you didn't have to do that. It'll pop up on Facebook. You'll see. You're right. You're right. Facebook will tell me. Facebook is the re- only way I can uh, maintain certain friendships by saying happy birthday, <laughs> like like oh, to yeah, not be a dick. I yeah. actually like I text like close friends of mine, and I just say Facebook tells me that today is your birthday, yeah. so I just yeah. want to be sure. <laughs> that's good. But listen, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, happy New Year to everybody listening out there. I can't believe this is it. 2020 in the fucking bag. But, yeah, let's just move on. People. Yeah. Like, Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I want this year to be like World War II veterans where they just don't talk about their experiences in the world. Like, I never want to talk about Corona ever again. Yeah, I don't know. I think 2021 might be a, a struggling year. But by 2020, you know, who knows? By the end of 2021, I really think we'll, we'll be back on solid ground. I think this time next year, yeah. we'll be very happy looking back at, wow, that yeah. was crazy. Yeah. All right, man. Have Until a happy then. new year. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next time.